Welcome to Unspoken. I am Coach Hulk, and I am here with Coach Jones and Coach Reddick. Today we have one of our players that uh, is here from last year. He was one of our wide receivers. His name is Camden Pye. We're going to uh, spend most of the time getting to know him today and just uh, get his perspective on things. So, uh, Cam, what's up? How you doing, Coach? All right, how are you? Good. All right, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so uh, I'm from St. Louis. Um, went to Rockwood Summit High School. Um, had a great season last year, and I'm looking to do better next year. Good, good, good. So um, tell us about, you know, your playing career in high school, and let's start off there. Um, started out freshman year on freshman. Was captain of the freshman team. Had to work my way up. Got to play a little JV on special teams. And then sophomore season, I was doing really well, and our summer work was – First slash second string split in time with one of our upperclassmen. And then in one of our last baseball seasons, had a big injury um, and actually ended up sitting out almost the whole football season. So that kind of threw me back in the depth chart. Got my first chance my junior year. Um, was still kind of split in time with a, another kid, um, but proved myself eventually and solidified myself as a as number one, number two on a team at a slot position, so. So you you, I think it's safe to say that you're used to being the guy, right? I yeah. mean, you're pretty much the guy in high school. I mean, last year, for at least the first half of the season, majority of the season, really, like you you was that guy for us. So like, how did that feel leaving high school? You're kind of the man, and now getting to the college level, and you still are technically the man. Yeah, it, it felt great to come in and be able to still just be that guy that everyone looks up to still because I kind of took that role last year as a senior. Um, a lot of the underclassmen, you know, they're coming in, they don't really know what to do. Kind of take them under your wing and teach them how to do stuff. I kind of felt the same way this year. Like I came in, I was able to understand everything we were trying to do really quickly. And so I took everybody else and tried to get them on board too and just – like trusting your coaches and we do extra studying on the plays and everything to get everybody up to speed. Um, so before we get into uh, last season uh, particularly, how many different sports did you play in uh, high school? Yeah, so high school I played football in the fall. I wrestled in the winter and I played baseball in the spring. Mm. What uh, position did you play in baseball? Uh, I, well – this is interesting. So I played outfield my junior year when we went to state. And then midway through last season, I got moved to shortstop because we had trouble on the infield. So I ended up playing shortstop all last year. And I also played shortstop on my summer ball team. So okay. a little bit of everything. Okay. Okay. Um. So uh, talking about um, this past season, right, you, you were the guy. You were basically – um, the guy that defenses started keying on, um, was that something you were used to or uh, did you hate getting double teamed or being taken out of the game? How did you feel about running down the field knowing you probably weren't getting that ball? Yeah, so one with the double teaming and that, like it's happened once before college and it was our last game of my high school career. Um, one of our other receivers got hurt 
and I was getting double and triple teamed from the slot the rest of the game, which that was the first time I ever had it. And, like, at that time I was really mad. Um, but, like, I learned throughout the game that, like, by them doing that, it's opening up other people and it's giving other people opportunities. And so, like, this year I was I had already knew, like, once it started happening in that uh, Calumet game, I think was the first one that they really started double teaming me. Yeah. Like, once we got to that point, I kind of knew, like, all right, like, this is where I need to help open other people up. Like, and, you know, we started moving me around a lot more, and they were moving people out of position yeah. because I was getting moved around so much. I mean, we started throwing me in at H-back in the backfield, and people, every time I'd line up as, like, a fullback, everybody's, hey, 21, 21, watch him, watch him. Everybody's keying on me. There's nobody looking outside, so. Yeah. I think um, I think that's one thing Cali met. I can honestly say did a really good job um, from an all around basis. They made an adjustment offense, defense, special teams. They made an adjustment to to us. Right, mm-hmm. that was something we were uh, known to make the adjustment for every team we played, and that was the first time actually within our conference that we actually seen the team uh, make an adjustment on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even though you were double teamed and, you know, probably I'm sure a couple times triple teamed, um, I mean, you did lead our team in, you know, in receptions. So, I mean, even though you were double teamed and, and, you know, probably looked at as our threat, you still led the team in receptions. So, you know, that's definitely a benefit um, for us because even if the guy who's our lead guy is getting double teamed and yet he's still leaving, leading the team in receptions. I mean, that still means that you're uh, getting open at some point. Mm-hmm. So what what kind of receiver do you consider yourself? Are you a deep threat? Are you a possession? Like talk to us, like give us a little bit of input on you, like how you view yourself when you step out there on game day and you lock in and you ready to go. Like just tell us like how you feel. Yeah, so, like, obviously me being a smaller guy, um, I feel like the position I fit best at would be the slot, and that's where I've been at most of my high school and just football career in general. Um, You know, I love a good jump ball on the outside sometimes. Had a nice one against St. Mary's um, Mm -hmm. when we played them, but I do truly think that I would do my best work from the inside working against – linebackers and safeties because if I make one guy miss I'm gone I, I feel like I'm quick enough once I make one move in my route that I can get past anyone so speaking on that catch I'm glad you brought that up do you feel like that was for you the catch of your whole football career the best catch you ever did I, I'd say 100% I've had I haven't had many opportunities for jump balls wanted a few back in high school that just weren't very good uh, attempts and I've I've definitely been working on it, um, but yeah, no, that's probably my best play. I agree with that. I mean, if you haven't seen the picture yet, I mean, just go on to our uh, QU Sprint football page and that 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 picture's right there, right? Wow. Like that, <clears throat> that's one of the best receiver snag pictures I've seen at the college level. Seriously, I'm just glad you finally shared it with me. Oh, wait a minute. Brother, that, 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 first of all, all right, that ain't my fault why you don't have that picture. But now that you got it, I mean, I'm glad that you do have it because, again, I mean, you worked really hard last year. I mean, you went from 
a small, not talkative guy to actually leading your, you know, your position group, right? Not just in uh, statistics, but you led them off the field as well. So can you talk about, you know, some of your leadership qualities that you do have? Yeah, I mean, for one, just being able to understand the system and being comfortable around you guys and talking to the coaches so that, like, I understand what we're trying to do and that kind of thing. And then being able to understand how other people around me are able to learn better. So, like, some of the, sometimes when, like, Coach Hicks would be going through plays, like, some people wouldn't understand it. So, like, I'd go out with them and we'd go down to the SSC or we'd go down by the coach's office and use the whiteboard. And I'd, hey, like, here's a play. Let's draw it up. If somebody thinks it's wrong, they can say something. Like, just kind of getting them more actively involved instead of just sitting there on a whiteboard. And then also later in the year, I mean, you helped a lot with the receivers later in the year. And I think that also had a big part of it because me and you sat down and we came up with some core principles for our receiving group. And you trusted everything that I said and I trusted everything that you said and we put it together. And you just saw the difference it made in the last four games of the season. So, I think uh, one of the – Another thing that you were a very good leader in was the off the field, right? Um, just go about some of the things you did to help with your study habits, um, doing homework, getting adjusted to the college life. Um, that's something that I want to make known to incoming recruits uh, for the 23 class. Yeah, so uh, first and foremost, you got to have a good uh, a good bond with your teachers you got to get to know your teachers they they'll help you so much um I know and me and coach Reddick had the same macroeconomics class and I'd go in with that teacher once a week and get help on assignments and stuff like that like I'd do that with all my I'd go into my language arts teacher and have him help me with papers and look over things that I was ideas and stuff and just having a good um relationship with your teachers goes a long way Um, and then also like the studying like in high school I know my junior year I got really lackadaisical um, with like studying and stuff because that was a big COVID year yeah and so everything was online and I was like you know I was one of those kids that didn't want to do the work but you know my parents stayed on me and by my senior year I was one of those kids that was studying and doing all my work to the best of my ability and because I knew like in college, I'm here for my degree, not so much the sports. Sports comes second. Yeah. So I know that, like, just the realization that you are here for your schooling and for your future, and sports comes second. That's like one of the biggest things. Yeah, yeah. I can honestly say, um, speaking on myself uh, a little bit, um, when I came out of high school, I didn't have that sense of urgency. I didn't have the. Um, I didn't want to study. I didn't want to do homework. And that's actually one of the things in college um, that you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have the sense of urgency. You have to have a want to to do the homework, to the, to uh, put in the hours, to do the studying, to build the relationship with the teacher, right? Um, and that's one of the things that actually clicked once I got to college, right? Um, I can honestly say when I left high school, I had lower than a 2.5 GPA, right? And then when I get to college, it finally clicked. Um, I think it was also a maturity thing, right, for me. Um, 
but I ended up getting a bachelor's and then later on getting a master's. And that was one of the key components to uh, success in college was just putting in the effort and the time and the, uh, the work, uh, just having a drive um, to do those things. Yes. I mean, and, you know, like you mentioned earlier about, you know, coming in and understanding what, you know, education, how that was an important part of, of, you know, being a college student. Um, but what about the sense of like coming from an athlete's perspective? Like, what do you think were some of the things that, um, made being an athlete also transition into being a successful student as well? Yeah. So I think like just as an athlete, if you're willing to commit to something at the college level, you have to have some kind of dedication and like grit in you. And I feel like that has a lot to do. Uh, you can definitely translate that to your schooling. Um, like yeah. just the focus in that in the classroom when you're doing your homework, like getting your homework done on time, showing up to class every day. And like that's important. And a lot of teachers here like make that known. Like they – they care about you. They want you to succeed, and a lot of them will make a lot of the grade about participation, showing up, and doing the work in the class because they want you to be there. They want you to succeed. It's not like a big university where, you know, if you show up, you show up. If not, it's not my problem. They all care about who's there and if you're understanding it. Yeah. Right, right. I think one of the big things about college is um, it's not necessarily hard. It's all about time management, right? Yes. How do you balance? How do you balance studying? How do you balance getting your homework done? How do you balance going to practice, games, meetings, uh, going to extracurricular events, being part of the school? It just go, the list just goes on and on, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's just about how do I balance my time properly to where I can be successful in the classroom, but also um, have fun in college, right? Mm -hmm. So. Let's switch gears for a second. So let's talk about off season. Um, I know Cam, me and you talk plenty of times about you know the things that you can get better on and yada yada yada, right? But let's hear from your perspective, right? What are some of your goals and things that you want to achieve this off season to make you a better, not just football player, but a better student athlete in general? Yeah. So um, I struggled for one with one class last semester. It was an online math class. Um, so this semester I'm really focusing on my studies a little bit more, especially since we have a little more time. We don't have that practice at that awkward, like, 6 to 8. Mm -hmm. um, we can practice right after my classes, and then I can go study the rest of the night if I need to get all my work done. I'm also taking uh, 18 credit hours this semester to catch up because uh, I only took four last semester. So... You know, it's like that's also with the time management thing is like when I'm in season, I don't want to add extra um, right. stress to myself. So I took a load off with the class mm -hmm. and did my 12 hours minimum that I need to. And then I loaded my second semester. Um, but as far as on the field, um, you know, adding a little more weight. I mean, you talked about it, taking so many hits in the games. It's not great. Um, I mean, it means you're getting the ball a lot, but if you can minimize the hits you're taking and, like, keep your legs fresh for as long as you can, but that also comes with adding on muscle to your legs and right. adding on muscle to the rest of your body. Um, being a little bit faster, a little quicker out of breaks, um, 
And, I mean, I feel like my hands are pretty good, but obviously you always got to work on those. You know, we got the 100 catch minimum a day. So oh, yes, sir. out there working every day. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, I, I like that, man, that, you know, you you aren't complacent, right? You had a, shit, a great first, you know, first year playing football at the college level, right? But you're not complacent with it. You continue to want to get better. You continue to want more, not just for yourself, but the team as well, right? And we, I've, I think we as coaches, we see that in the weight room, um, extra field time, things like that. Like, I, I honestly say, I think Cam was mad that we took all day Saturday. Was that Saturday? Yeah. 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 yeah we took all day Saturday when we had good daylight outside. We could have been getting that work in. But I mean, we still got a little bit of work in, you know, after the fact. But <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, just give us a your greatest, your happiest moment in football and then your saddest moment in football. Um, Saddest moment's got to be senior year. Last game, man, that. I mean, I've been playing with those guys since fourth, fifth grade, and, you know, that that bond is like nothing else. I mean, you're going to have bonds in college, too, and that's going to be really strong, too, because you're away from home. You don't got your parents. I mean, even with you guys, the coaches, the bond's strong, but, like, even our coach at high school has been there as long as I've been playing football. And so, like, just knowing those guys and, like, seeing them go to other schools and having success – like that that brings joy to me, but that last game really it hurt because you know Jackson's been a powerhouse for so long, and you see them. I mean, they went. They were, I want to say they lost in the semifinals. And, they were loaded that year. Yeah, and they ended up actually this year was like their first under five hundred season in a long time, and their coach actually retired. So that hurt even more knowing that yeah. we were that close. Mm-hmm. Um. One of my best moments is probably signing to college. Like, I've always said I've always had the most fun playing football, but I didn't think it was my best sport. And now being able to perform at the college level, I can I truly and fully with confidence can say that I believe it's my best sport. Do you um, – can you talk about a little bit about your process to get into college? Because initially um, you weren't coming here to play football, right? Yeah. And and also when when you when you address that situation as well, uh, maybe talk about why you chose football. Yeah, so uh, I was a big wrestler in high school. Placed twice as state um, football. Tell, tell them what you placed now. Tell them. I, I got I got six twice in Missouri, um, and you know coming out of high school, that was like those were my biggest accomplishments. I, you know, I tried the baseball route because we got third at state for that my junior year, but a lot of coaches didn't, like, didn't even give me a second look once they saw my size. Um, it was actually pretty funny when we were at state. My coach even put me, listed me at 5'8 when we were at state on our, <laughs> on our team thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so. Was that with cleats or stilts? <laughs> yeah. And so uh, coming into college, I was looking – at my opportunities and you know football I was only getting d3 I'm not going to get any money like that kind of thing wrestling I was able to go d2 I got an offer from here and that's actually was my original plan was to come here for wrestling I got a good offer it was my best financial situation um and so I was going to be here no matter what 
So I, I knew that. I knew I wanted to commit when they gave me the offer. So once I had talked to them about it, gotten my offer, I walked down. I was like, hey, where's the sprint football office? And at the time, it was just you and Coach McLaughlin, Coach Reddick. And I, I remember walking down there and meeting you. And, you know, I had a long conversation with McLaughlin about, like, look, I – just want to play like I'm I don't think I'm ready to give it up that kind of thing and you know being able to play this year I had so much fun with the football and I got to wrestling season and it was just like I wasn't enjoying it and like I don't want to say that it was too hard it just I wasn't enjoying it enough to do it when I knew I could get my scholarship switched yeah and not have to deal with cutting 20-plus pounds and not being able to gain the muscle and the weight that I need to for next year, not be able to work on the things I want to work on. And I felt like it was really holding me back, so I made the decision this year to be done wrestling at semester, and uh, so far I'm enjoying it. So yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and, I mean, sometimes it's not necessarily about how hard or how difficult something is. It just realistically comes down to is, is your heart in it or not? Mm-hmm. You know, if your heart's not in it, you, you know, you're not going to be willing to put in the effort that it takes to be at the level you want to be at. So sometimes, I mean, but that's a good thing about college. That's where you experience those things. You learn about those things. And now moving forward into your adult life, you, you know how to basically prioritize and make certain decisions. So is it safe to say that, you know, personally, deep down inside, do you feel like you made the best decision for you? I, I do believe, yeah. I mean, just, like, unless you've wrestled and played football, like, I can't explain to you the difference that it has on your body. But, like, it's just, it's substantially different. Yeah. And, like, I felt that with wrestling, having to cut the weight, and having reoccurring injuries constantly and wrestling, it was just like, I don't have any of these injuries in football. Like, I'm completely fine on the football field. I get to wrestling, like, you're so dehydrated and out of it that injuries are just so much more common. And in football, you can be healthy, hydrated, and, you know, I mean, even Coach McLaughlin says it. Like, when I was in wrestling season and he saw me cut for the first time originally, he... He was like, dude, what happened? Like, you you have no energy. Like, your your face is sunken in. Like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, just first time making weight. Like, I remember having this conversation with him before I left for the first tournament, and you know, I was like, I that's the first time that I was really like, I think I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm really not having fun. And so, at that point, like, that's when I made my decision. Essentially, once I talked to him about switching my uh scholarship and um and then like you saw it immediately once I was done wrestling I got hydrated again you could see color in me again got some and, food yeah I got some food <laughs> I'm able to eat now and uh McLaughlin's like yep that's that's the you I remember like I'm glad to have you back because that other you was not not fun to be around so yeah, yeah. It, it's just one of those things like it it's not for everybody Right. And it's one of those things you get to fill out in college and uh, you make those choices. Um, Some of them are more difficult than others. But when you get to college, you're a grown adult. You can uh, make those decisions for yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I mean, I I wrestled in high school too, but for me, it was it, it wasn't as fun for different reasons because I was heavyweight, obviously. So I didn't have to cut weight, but with me, I would go to these you know fourteen hour long tournaments, not have a heavyweight to wrestle against. So I'd sit there all day, go out, get my hand raised, and then go sit down. Mm-hmm. So for me. It just wasn't worth putting in all the effort and dedication to it because I wasn't getting to use anything that I was practicing. So, you know, that's why I ended up just deciding. I even told the coach, I said, hey, listen, if I could just practice with you guys just so that I could, like, stay in shape and maintain, you know, some kind of athletic thing in the offseason, but I don't want to go to any meets because it just wasn't worth it. Yeah, and, I mean, that's probably one of the best things you could have done especially if you don't have like a workout program with your football team in the off season is getting that wrestling workout. Because I will say that if you don't have to cut and you can do those workouts that that'll put you in the best shape of your life. It is insane what wrestling does when you don't have to cut. Right. And the comparison is very similar to wrestling and football. You know, that's why granted I know WWE scripted. It's (laughs) not real wrestling. Okay. It's, it's wrestling, but it's not wrestling, but a lot of those guys were NFL football players or they were college football players because it teaches you a lot of, you know, discipline, balance, you know, a bunch of different things that transitions from one sport to the other. So I, I think it's a lot of guys that I knew that I played football with did wrestle, um, you know, but like you said, it's like you get to the point where the hard work and effort that you're putting in, there's got to be a payoff point where either the hard work's paying off and you're advancing yourself or it's not. And you're like, okay, like I'm just not into this anymore. Yep. So I had a question. So you came here, right. To wrestle, right. When you was telling your story and you said you walked down to coach McLaughlin's office, knowing that he is the head sprint football coach. Right. So my question is, did you know about sprint football or once you knew you was going to come here you was looking at other sports, you saw sprint football, and you was just like, what is that? Um, no, so I had talked to my high school coach about possibly wanting to play football, mm-hmm. and I said most of my offers were D3. My other offer was Fontbonne. Oh, I, I never knew that. Yeah. I didn't know so that either. Yeah, Co- either. Coach Bortle came to our school a couple times talking to me, and I went on a visit there, and I was like, I don't know, it's too close to home, like – it's, it was a decent financial situation, but I didn't want to be that close to home. And I knew. You needed that, to get, sorry to cut you off, you needed to get out of St. Louis like I did. Yeah. And so, like, I knew that sprint football would be a good option, and I knew that Quincy had it. But, you know, I was it was just one of those things where at that point I had already basically said, I'm just going to wrestle, like, that kind of thing until I got the offer here. And I knew Quincy had sprint football, so I was like, we're going to go talk to that coach because if I'm able to play, I'm going to play. I want to play. And Shit, uh, I'm, gl- I'm glad you yeah. did make that decision, right. honestly. So <laughs> at the end of the day, you decided to come to Quincy, and look at what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with you being from St. Louis, right, y'all don't have a football team no more. Yeah. Super Bowl is this Sunday. Chiefs or Eagles. And you know, you know, we sit in the office and we talk stuff to each other all day about different players, teams, all that. 
So and whatever this is you now, this is on air. This is recorded. So don't say one thing and then come Sunday. Yeah, because you're gonna be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. why don't we go back to the tape? All, Let's all go back I'm to the tape. Is I love Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. MVS obviously is you know a Packer. So unfortunately, yeah. But that defense. But uh, I do think the Eagles will win, and I'm proud to say that because you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. Correct. Um. <laughs> And I think that I think that they will win. Um, I know McCall Hardman's out, so they're still down in the receiving core for the Chiefs. And I don't know if Kadarius Tony's playing. I hope he finally figures out his injuries because he's so electric to watch sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he really is. And I mean, even Patrick Mahomes. You know that ankle didn't look good. Yeah. I mean, you know, facing the Eagles front four. That defensive line. 78 I mean, sacks on the year. The next closest had 40-something. That's right, insane. Right. That is insane. So, I mean, you know, when you look at things from a, a perspective, whether it's, you know, coaching or going into the military, whatever the case may be, you know, the best, you know, defensive strategy is an offensive strategy. So when you got Mahomes, who's the Chiefs' best, you know, weapon at this point, well, if you can take him out of the game, you know, what do they really have next? Mm-hmm. So it'll, it'll definitely be uh, interesting to see how that Super Bowl goes out. And uh, do what, what, what's your – after the season's over, everything's kind of been done. You know, you went through it. So what do you look forward to going into the new season? As in NFL? No, 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 like uh, for us. For, for us. us. Yeah. I was going to say, hey, calm <laughs> well, down. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to meet some of these recruits. I know – I've talked to you about possibly having a couple overnights in my room since I don't have a roommate just to have people get on campus and see what it's about, meet some of the guys, get close to the team. We had uh, one of the guys come lift with us, actually. Yeah, Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. And so I talked to him a little bit, and he seemed pretty cool. He's one of our guys that signed. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm ready to see what we got coming in. I'm ready for this spring ball, Um, ready to just – learn more from you guys and perfect our craft. Yeah. It should be it should look a little different uh next season going from what 45 last year to hopefully around 80. Yeah. So the numbers should be should tell it all, right? Yeah. And do you have any like personal goals going into the season, anything that you want to set for yourself to to see if you could achieve it, accomplish it, anything like that? Yeah, so I believe we have nine games, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, nine, so, maybe ten. Yeah. I, yeah. I I had talked with Zanger and Reddick about this. I said that I wanted uh, 700 receiving yards is, like, the goal that I want to hit with okay. nine-game season. Yeah. So, that I mean, that's obtainable. I mean, considering the fact that, you know, looking at your statistics, I mean, you had 114 yards receiving just against St. Mary's alone. You know, your longest reception – 44 yards against uh, St. Mary's as well. So, I mean, you stay on that path, and it's definitely something that can be accomplished. And, I mean, you know, moving into next season, you know, I feel like our defense was really good next year. I think we, we've added some people to get better. Um, our offense, you know, struggled a little bit in the beginning of the season last year, but at the end it got better. But uh, I think we brought in a lot of guys on offense that's going to make it so much better. So I think – not only did we bring in the quarterbacks that are going to be able to get you the ball, but we've also brought in some receivers 
who would hopefully take away some of that attention that you're going to get, which would leave you more open and give you more possibilities. And, and we got some O-linemen to give us some time. Right. Say that one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> we got some O-linemen to give us some time this year. Ooh, my God. Yeah. Um, I think that also allows you uh, the opportunity to possibly do some punt return and kick return as well. See if we can get the ball in your hands more often, right? Yeah, because now I'm not long snapping. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, I don't know about that one. I ain't. There. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Cam is fast, but I ain't seen Cam with no wiggle to him yet. I got to see some wiggle from him first. <laughs> hey, whoa, watch it. My receivers coach in my high school said I had white boy wiggle. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. White boy wiggle. I like that. Well, I guarantee you um, one thing is when the ball is in your hand, you're going to be a playmaker. Um. One thing that Jerry Rice always did was he didn't have a lot of wiggle. He wasn't breaking a lot of tackles, but he ran scared. And he'll <laughs> he say it in his uh, biography. So, hey, I mean, if if I'm giving you any advice, uh, run scared, run for your life. You know, <laughs> if you're in the end zone, they can't t- tackle you. So Yeah. Oh, and, I mean, what's, what, what's your, like, realistically, what's your, what's your height and weight right now? Uh, I am 165 and I am 5'5". All right. But see, and the only reason I say that is because, you know, as a defensive coach, you know, you know, practicing against you guys on the offense, uh, watching you in the games and stuff, I will say, you know, that you do have tenacity, you know, when the ball is in your direction, you know, you're going to catch it. And when you do catch it, you make the most of it. So, you know, like they always say, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. And I, I definitely think that, you know, you've got that. And I will say from a secondary standpoint, right, and this is not just me being biased, but this is just me being realistic of, of the facts, right? You are the only receiver that gave the secondary a hard time on our team and opposing teams. You consistently caught hard balls in practice that I feel like well, not that I feel like, but that I know, like, in the game, if you had those same opportunities, you was coming down with the ball. Like, I never once questioned, like, all right, the ball's getting thrown to Cam. He ain't about to come down with it, right? I've seen you make some catches. I ain't going to speak on it, but I've seen you make some <laughs> catches in practice that, like, that's when I knew, like, you was going to be the guy, right? When When you was in practice and you was doing what you do and me and you sat down and we talked about a lot of different things and I seen that, you know, once we had those conversations, then we got to the field and it translated, oh, that's when I knew you was going to be a dude, real talk. Like, I, I enjoyed those conversations, like, on the way to class last semester or while we was in class, we would watch film, mm-hmm. we would break it down. Then by the time we got to the office, we already knew the game plan for the week for you. Yep, and then we just got to share it with the other receivers. Yeah, definitely, right? But, you know, I'm I'm very proud of you, man. You know, continue to grind, continue to work, continue to get better, you know, and continue to stay on top of school. You are, I, I say it live on air right now, you are the reason why I pass macroeconomics. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I had better test scores than you, right? But as far as the homework and things like that, I, I, I didn't really have no clue what, what was going on. And I always looked at you or text you like, hey, you know how to do such and such? You'd be like, man, I'm down at the office. I'd be like, all right, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, once again, we, uh, you know, it was, it was a pleasure, you know, having you on the team. You know, I can't say, like, I coached you directly, 
you know, but, you know, just being able to be around you at practice and stuff. You're always down in the office. You're always a pleasure to have around. So, I mean, it's it's good that we were able to build the foundation with kind of guys like you and moving forward. You know, hopefully you, uh, you know, you'll be a leader next year. You know, you'll break your, your records that you want to break. And, uh, you know, I have no doubt we're going to be successful, and I think that you're going to be part of that. One more thing. Now he said that about the leader, me and you had conversations in – I ain't going to go into too much detail, but it was somewhere along the lines of you didn't feel like this was the right time for you to step up to be a captain. Can we expect that from you next season? For yeah. You, now, that, be a now that I'm not committed to wrestling. That's what I, I like to I'm hear. I'm 100% committed to being a leader on this team. I don't got that distraction from you know wrestling. What, you know, um, the best leaders know when, when it's the right time and when it's not the right time. So um, – that showed leadership qualities right then and there. You knew you weren't ready. You just sit back and let it, somebody else take it. But then to realize, okay, yeah, now I'm ready to be that leader. I can lead by example. Now you're ready to take this next step. So uh, that's leadership qualities from the beginning. All right. Well, I just want to uh, thank everybody for taking their time out for listening to the show. I want to thank Cam for being here, and uh, hopefully everybody will be in touch. And uh, keep following us on Twitter, uh, follow us on Spotify, wherever you can see us, wherever you can listen to us, that's where we're going to be. Yes, sir. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Hope everybody has a great day. Enjoy your day, and God bless. God bless. God bless.